G'day and welcome back to the Winger Podcast. Another finals preview coming up. We've got the Friday night qualifying final. Game of the round, I reckon. I think it is too. In terms of odds, just tightness, ladder position, the works, this is as good as it gets, I think. Yep. Melbourne versus Sydney, of course. Now, let's talk about the story of both of these teams coming into finals. Demons, defending premiers, obviously. Yep. But they've had an up and down, a tumultuous season, to yeah. say the least. It's, it's been a very strange season. Strange. It was it was quite the mirror of last season in a lot of ways uh, in terms of a really hot start. Obviously, last year we got off to a 9-0 start. This year, 10-0. Yeah, it was 10-0, wasn't um, it? Yep. Which was great to see and looked really on. And then we lost Stephen May for a few games yep. uh, through injury and then through suspension. And we really just fell apart after that. So we had four games, I believe, in a row there where we just completely fell and couldn't play our game style whatsoever with Stephen May out of the side. Mm. And right in the middle of that four games was this Sydney game. It was. Previously. So it's really hard to tell. Like That's why I think it makes this game so exciting. And they smashed you that game, didn't they? Yeah. Well, not it, on the scoreboard as not such. Not on the scoreboard, but in the, in the last half, they absolutely dominated us. Yeah. And there's no way we should have won that game, even if there was few fishy umpiring decisions. Yeah. Uh, but I think us being up and down, it, it doesn't really talk to how good we were for the season. No, it doesn't. Because we were, we're still one of the best sides in the competition. You still finished second. You've got a home final. Let's not exactly, let's yeah. not forget that. You won 10 in a row to start the season. Yeah. You had a, a lull for six or so weeks. Expected. Yeah. No one's going to go 23-0, are they? Exactly. So I completely agree. It's still been a fantastic season. Take nothing away from you. Now, on the flip side, Sydney. No one's spoken about them for the... Uh, 23 weeks. Literally. I was going to say for a few weeks, and I thought, no, actually, still no one is. If I had to be, if I had to pick who is in the top eight or top four based purely on how much they've been spoken about, yep. Sydney might not even make the eight. No, 100%. Honest. Carlson would probably be first. Yeah, top four at least. But Sydney, no one's been talking about in the entire time. They've been one of the best teams in the competition, one of the hardest teams to beat, especially at home this season. They've really improved that. We talked about that earlier in the year, how they've been quite the Achilles heel for them actually yeah. uh, but they've been fantastic at home fantastic away and really had no excuses throughout the year and I think that's what's led to their seven game win streak coming into finals which once again no one's talking about seven games you would have no idea no unbelievable no clue no they've been a serious powerhouse coming into finals now let's get into Melbourne and Sydney's case but before we'll do a quick break from our partner a bet with Joe all right, if you're having no luck on the pun, and trust me, we've been there. I mean, Doggo, tell me how Matt's multi went last season. One for 22, absolutely no good. That's stinking. Well, luckily this season, we are going to be betting with a bit of confidence, thanks to our partner, Bet with Joel. Yeah, Joel's been killing it on the NBA for us this season. The Greyhounds are much the same, and he tore through the bookies last AFL season. And his AFL package is by far his most successful, and we're going to be on it for sure. So if you're keen to jump on board, make sure you visit the link in our description and sign up for his AFL season-long package. And I promise you, you will not be disappointed. All right, let's get into Melbourne's case. They're the favourite. They're playing at home. It's a home game of the MCG. 70,000 plus, you'd expect. 70,000 packed fans going to be energetic. These fans drinking Chardonnay had to sit at home in lockdown last year, watching the finals, watching true. the success after 57 years of heartbreak. And this year, I think they're going to let it all out. And the yeah. turnout's going to be awesome. I would love to see more than 70,000, but that's around the mark that they're talking at the moment. And I'd love to see a really loud crowd that will intimidate the young Sydney players. I completely agree. And Sydney are, like we, we'll get into it later, but I completely agree. Melbourne... 
They are still one of, we just said it before, but they are. They are still one of the best teams in the comp. Let's not forget how good they were last year. Yep. And they've been just as good this year when they want to be. And coming into this season, we were touted as the strongest team, the team to beat, the benchmark for the first 10 games oh, of the, the season. A 10-year dynasty, we were talking. Exactly right. And we were signing players left, right and centre, and it was all looking up. And now, it's all about Geelong, all about teams um, that are better than us and how we've fallen off and the cracks in our game plan. But last year, we came in with exactly the same cracks. Yep. We patched them up and won the Premiership. So this year, I feel like we've almost been a little bit written off for a team that finished second. But one of the most solid things about us is our back line. And same. It's the same. Exactly the same back line. We've only gotten better. They've gelled together more. They've gotten slowly, slowly better. Ha Harry Petty has just been one of the best players this season for us. Yeah. And Stephen May who we didn't have when we lost to Sydney earlier in the year, is going to be the biggest factor in this game, I reckon. Oh, no doubt. Completely, completely, completely agree. As a Melbourne fan or a player, I don't mind being written off slightly. No. Pressure's off a little bit now. Exactly. Pressure's off. I would have rather, than, rather that than be top of the ladder, have won, I don't know, 18 games for the season, yeah. and everyone's just touting us as the team, to, the team to beat. I'd rather be that than a $1.60 favourite to make the grand final. 100%. 100%. Now, let's move on to Sydney's case. We talk about the underdogs. You feeling a little bit underdog in the big scheme of things, but Sydney are the underdog of this whole entire final series. They are. Sitting in third place, they are getting spoken about less than Richmond. Probably Bulldogs, yep. <laughs> if I'm honest. Collingwood. Collingwood. Carlton. Freo. I'd even say Carlton, who finished ninth, are more of a finals chance than Sydney are apparently right now. It's shocking. I, Nobody I, cares. I can't believe how underdone they've been in the media. But I think they're going to use that to drive them. It does. Horse Longmire is going to be in the change rooms and he's going to be pumping that. No one's talking about us. It's the sort of Miami Heat, Miami Heat factor. Yeah. Like always with the Miami Heat, they're never really talked about. It's always just like heat culture and then they're thrown away to the side. But they're always in it. They're always around the mark. But this season, I feel like they're going to use that to fuel them and the Swans could really go all the way with that fuel. That's always been one of their biggest assets, that culture, the bloods. And they've had, they have players in that blood side that have been there before. You speak about Parker, what a star he's been for a long, long time. Buddy Franklin's a no-brainer. Rampy the same, one of the most under, whatever you want to call it, under everything players, yeah. in underrated, disrespected, you name it. Plays big on everyone, plays big games well, does it all. This team has experience despite their youth. Yeah. And there's one thing this team has, it's level heads. Yep. Even the young players like Errol Gould and Chad uh, Warner have been fantastic and have great games against the Demons as well. So Chad Warner earlier this season was unbelievable against the Demons and just about won them the game. And one man who's been there and thereabouts for the last few seasons is Tom Papley as well. Yep. I've forgotten Soul almost this year for some reason. Yeah, he's just been cleared to play uh, in this finals game and he's going to be a real worry for us. I reckon we'll put... Jaden Hunt on him, but he could be a real game winner for the Sydney Swans outfit. With your ground ball gets issues too. That's now, right. seven wins in a row coming into finals, as we said. They're picking at the right time, and that's yep. the perfect thing you want for any finals team. Melbourne showed that last year. You hit the straps towards the end of the year, big time. Bulldogs did it in 2000 and whatever year that was, 17, whatever it was. 16. 16. This is, Richmond have done it for, for many years now. It's a big, big string to add to your bow. So hitting your peak at the right time, definitely Sydney are. All right. Let's get on to where the game will be won or lost. Tackles. Demons and Swans give up the same amount of tackles per game, right? 48 and 49. So they're the same giving up of tackles. And when you look at the tackle, um, you know, giving up or who gets the most tackles, it's usually the bad teams that tackle the most, clearly because yep. they're second to the ball. But Sydney are top two in tackles. Only two teams who made finals are in the whole top 10. 
Wow. Sydney at number two. Crows are, for it. Crows are first. You know, Gold Coast are there. The teams who are always trailing the ball. Yet Sydney are still in second and they finished third. That's an amazing stat. While the Demons, bottom three in tackles. It's a big, big differential. We've let it go this year. Tackles may mean, you know, you're second to the ball, like I said, Crows were first, for example. But in a tight, contested game, congested football, Sydney are the proven stronger side here. When you look at the tackles, they are... So expect players like Robottom, who averages 7+, Mills 6+, Parker 6+. They're tackling machines. They're going to wear down this Melbourne team if they're not careful. It's going to be a big, big, big Achilles heel for Melbourne if they can't get their hands on the ball. And if they're able to shut down our midfield... They'll just take control of the game completely because our forward line is not clicking at the moment. No. So if they're able to shut down the likes of Oliver, Viney and Petrarca in the middle, it might be game over. That's an issue. Now, another uh, case where the game will be won or lost is rebound 50s. Demons give up the most rebound 50s per game in the AFL. So they get the ball in their 50, they burn it, and it's come straight back out. They do it more than anyone else in the AFL, which is not a knock. Because it no. means you're getting the ball down there. True. You might be getting it down there 400 times. You might lose it 100 times. It's not a complete negative. Well, Sydney are mid-tier. They give up, you know, whatever, giving up mid-50s. But uh, if Melbourne can control the ball in their own 50, which is been their, probably their main issue. If they can, like you said, their forward line's not clicking. If they can control that ball in their 50, hold possession, score, they'll win this game. It's yep. not even close. It's if Fritz doesn't want to burn the Fritz and all his friends. They just need to settle down. Just need... Ben Brown to clunk it. 100%. Find, we need. find, get it out of bounds. Play the boundaries. Just settle the game down. Otherwise, if they don't, which they haven't all year, it's going to be an issue. Expect players like Blakey, Lloyd, even Ramper to a degree, they're going to have plenty of ball coming out of that 50. That's an issue for Melbourne. All right. Prediction time. Even although that you set up that there's no way for us to win all I had to give you... I, I'm sorry. The <laughs> stats gave me nothing. I the really stats, want to find a Melbourne thing. They say the stats don't lie. But I'm going to say they're lying this one time. And so am I. I'm taking the Demons. <laughs> Very biased pick. Could see this going either way. I personally think a great bet for this one, if you if you are wanting to have a punt on this game, is either side to win by less than 20 points. Love it. Paying $1.90. Love that. I completely so agree. I think that's a great bet. It's going to be a really close, tight game at the MCG on a Friday night. But I feel like the Demons are going to get up just. Oh, I'm going to pick the Demons as well. I spent two hours trying to find one stat the Demons were better at Sydney in. It does not exist. However... Premierships in the last two years? Premierships we'll is the probably, main thing. That's all that matters. That's all that matters to me. You've got some guy called Oliver and Petrarca. That's all that matters. You'll get over the line. I completely agree. Have a punt, like you said, below 20. And have a punt on a Lloyd or Blakey to get some touches. Yep. Shout oh. out to uh, Wayne Wardell for that one because I'm sure he'll be tipping the Demons as well. Oh, he's uh, had a bit of airtime this game. And this, he has. This Miami culture he co- and Sydney oh, culture. No, too much. The too Bloods. Much wow. All right. Great episode. We'll be back with our next episode, which will be on the uh, Saturday afternoon game. It's Geelong and Collingwood. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. At Winger Podcast. Follow us on TikTok where you'll see this. At Winger Podcast. And listen to us on Spotify. At Winger Podcast. Thank you very much. Good night. Reminiscing on the days I ain't know what was ahead. What I gotta do to make sure the family's paid.